Hi, I'm Stan, a compulsive overeater, and I'm nuts. For the hey, new Stan, do you want a warning with the timing or just 20 minutes? Well, I sent my check into Skivvy for more airtime. I don't know if you got it or not, but I'd like to have whatever you can give me. Okay. Five, five, and five, whatever. Beautiful. You got it. Okay. I really appreciate it. Uh, okay. Um, you know, thanks a lot for letting me share. I mean, I really appreciate it. I've had this request in for about nine months, and Skibby finally said, oh, well, what the hell? There's no one else is going to. Let's let them share. Let's let them share. So, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm up here in my bedroom. I locked myself in my bedroom because my grandkids are here this week or this weekend, and uh, um, uh, they don't, you know, they'll knock on the door and want to have pancakes and eggs and all that stuff. So, but OA is first. So I got my uh, pet ferret in the closet here, Sherman. So he's not going to bother us. So we're ready to rock and roll, you guys. Anyway, uh, you know, the highlight of my day is that after the meeting, I'm going to go rake legs rake leaves. That's it. That's what you do when you're retired, you know? So, uh, that, that's the highlight of my day today. And, uh, I really want to thank you guys for allowing me to share this morning. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I, uh, I was going to put a request in for OA to OA to the San Gabriel Valley inner group for a theme song. I think we should have a theme song, you know, especially for Skivvy. And if you don't mind, I'd just like to read a couple lines of it and see what you think. Okay. Are you guys ready? Okay. We are family. Got all my brothers and sisters with me. Hey! We are family. Get up in everybody and sing. Hey! So I really, I think I'm going to submit that and hopefully we'll have a theme song for Skivvy, so that's it, yeah, okay, well, I guess I'm going to get into the serious part now, and uh, we got to, we got to take things kind of light in program, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, we're not at a funeral here, you know, we just need to have some fun, enjoy ourselves, find our voices in this program, learn how to laugh, you know, and, uh, Anyway, so uh, <clears throat> I came into program, um, when did I go? Oh, 1987, yes. I came into program in 1987. I was 230 to 240 pounds. Um, I did not know I had a problem. I, I was fine. I was running the show and I uh, didn't know I had a problem. And, uh, but everybody around me did. Uh, my wife did, uh, the, the, the workers at the business did, my mom did, everybody, everybody knew I was just friggin' nuts, you know, I was trying to control, manipulate, and uh, so it wasn't me deciding, oh, I'm a little bit overweight, I'm going to go to Overeaters Anonymous, no, my, my wife drove me to my first meeting, Excuse me, I got to take my jacket off. It's, no, this is not a striptease. My wife drove, drove me to my first meeting. Uh, one of the employees at work sent an Eskimo to talk to me. Um, 
to talk to me. And uh, my mom's cut me out a little snippet in the Tribune and it said, real tiny thing, you know, we didn't have much money in those days in LA and we still don't, we still don't. But it was a little snippet said Overeaters Anonymous and it had a phone number. She, so she slipped it in on me one, one day too. So I didn't think I had a problem. I was fine. You know, I was running the show. It was 230 to 240 pounds, uh, a family business. I volunteered for everything. And so I, I didn't think I even had a problem. And when I came into Overeaters Anonymous, I didn't come over, I didn't come in to find God. I didn't know about God. I came in because I, you know, they, they brought me to my first meeting and my, and, um, and I liked it. Somebody bought me a big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, and I just liked it. And I can't even tell you why, but uh, I, uh, you'll have to excuse me. I'm a little tired today. Uh, one of my friends, we went for a walk in the park last night and she bought me a coffee and, uh, I, you know, it's all her fault. So, uh, but anyway, I just really liked it. And I didn't come into program to find God or anything. I just came into program to lose weight. And I believe most of us do just come in to lose weight. Uh, the God thing, I didn't know. I really, I didn't get from I really did, you know. So anyway, um, and I just want to say, you know, I'm just going to kind of bounce around a little bit this morning. Uh, you know, OA has really helped me through uh, through the, the speed bumps in life, uh, the people in program. The women in program taught me how to be a better husband. The women in the program taught me how to be a better father. And uh, and I stayed in a marriage for uh, I was in a marriage for 43 years. My wife just passed away November. Five 30. minutes, Dan. OK, I hope you deposited that check. Uh, my wife just passed away about three uh, uh, three months ago. It's uh, November first, so uh, I don't even know where I was going with this. So if I leave the meeting a little bit, it's kind of like I'm kind of I'm still I'm I'm still really raw about this. And behind me, there's a whole bunch of stuff on the wall. We uh, kids are gathering it up, and then they're going to go through it and all that stuff. So uh, so anyway, uh, and OA took me through. The, her, her, her passing. Um, I was able to call people. I talked to people. People talked to me, and I pretty much stayed absent the whole time. So I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, let me see. I came in the program when I was like 232 pounds, and I've been able to keep like a 42 pound weight loss for the last uh, what 33 years. I haven't had a friggin' donut in 33 years. That pisses me off. I haven't had an ice cream in 33 years. I have slipped a little bit. I've cheated a little bit. I've had a little bit of chocolate. But for the most part, my abstinence is three meals a day, nothing in between, and no recreational or refined sugar. So so uh, I, I knocked all that stuff off when I, when I came into program. I, I was a label reader. I'd, I'd read the, the back of the cans, and if they had, if there was sugar on that, I would not, uh, I would not eat it. So for a long time, I worked. At, I thought I worked a really good program. 
Also, I didn't work the program when I first came in. I sat in the meetings for six months. I was still having a little bit of sugar. And, um, but I, I lost 32 pounds in six months just by coming to the meetings, but I didn't work the program at all. One night I was getting ready to leave the program and some loving member, and she's still, she's still with us today. I was heading out in the parking lot and she said, Hey, what's going on? I mean, she could see something was going on with me. And I says, well, I'm done with this meeting. I've, I've been sitting there for 30, uh, for, uh, six months. And uh, she says, well, come talk to me. So we sat on the, we sat in the smoking section. In those days, we had a smoking section, you know, and Jerry talked to me and she says, well, why don't you get off of sugar? What? She says, get off of sugar, see what happens. Recreational refined sugar. And I says, oh, okay, I can do that. So I took my big book, went back into the meeting and, uh, I proceeded to get off the sugar for 10 to 14 days. I white knuckled it for 10 to 14 days. All of a sudden, the feelings came up because I was still shoving those feelings down with the sugar. So the feeling feelings came up and I go, oh, what the hell am I going to do now? Now you guys have really screwed it up. So anyway, uh, that's when I started doing my, my steps. We have 12 steps in this program. I had to admit that I was powerless over food, that my life had become unmanageable. And even to this day, I revisit that step probably once every two weeks. And I take one step back. I pause and go, okay, Stan, you want to be crazy? How about if you call your sponsor? How about if you do your mantras? How about if you do your gratitude list? How long do you want to be crazy? How long do you want to be in the first step? I don't want to be in the first step. So anyway, I did my, uh, <clears throat> so uh, I'm sorry, I'm having a little, I'm a little senior thing here. You know, I start forgetting I'm 52 years old. So I'm starting to forget a little bit. So anyway, uh, I do revisit step one. I revisited step one when my wife was passing away. I revisited step one when I closed down my business. I revisited step one when I had a heart problem last year at UCLA. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I used my prayer. I used my meditation. I used my sponsor. And I, for me, I cannot. If I don't have a sponsor, and I've got a great sponsor. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, he shared. And let me see if I can find it. It was. Oh. By the way, I've got I've got more than 20 minutes, so we're going to go about an hour and a half with this, you guys. Don't worry about it. Five minutes. Oh, my God. So anyway, I really liked what he said. If I can find it real quick, I might not be able to find it. Uh, hang on for a second, you guys. I had it right here. It was really a neat thing that he said. Oh, if I find it, I'll read it to you. So anyway, I came into program and, um, and the, the thing is that I just liked it and I couldn't even tell you why. I enjoyed the people for the first time in my, in my life. Uh, 
uh, people understood me. You know, um, I am the fear king. I have I sat in the fear section in Skivvy for 17 years. I was in the fear section because I was afraid of everything. I uh, let me see if I got something here. When I was a young kid, I started eating at like three or four years old. I was so, I was afraid of everything. I was afraid of life, and I'm still afraid of life. If I don't come to this program and I don't stay with you guys, I don't want to go back to where it was. But I hid in my original family. I hid in my family business from life. I hid in my marriage, and I hid in Overeaters Anonymous for years. You know, I was like the ostrich that put his head in the sand, just let the world go by. And I married a beautiful wife who could, and I hid behind my wife because she took care of a lot of things that I was scared, scared to take care of. You know what I mean? I just didn't want to look at life. And I've always been fear-based. When I came into program, I came in when I was 30 years old. Uh, we, I got married when I, excuse me. I got married when I was 30 years old and I ate from 30 to 40. And that's when I gained about 62 pounds from 30 to 40. And then at 40 years old, I checked myself into program. And uh, hang on for a second. I checked myself into program when I was 40 years old. And that's, and, and, and that's when you, I used to go to my wife and I said, I'm scared. She goes, what are you scared of? And I says, I don't know. I'm just scared. But I could come into these rooms and I could tell you guys I was scared. And uh, you you just all nodded like those little doggies in the back window. You know those in the car? Back in the day, we had these little doggies. They used to nod, nod to the cars. So anyway, you guys, you guys really understood what it was all about. Um, now, uh, fast forward, um, I, uh, I go to a meeting a day because I eat every day. And I went to a meeting a day because, uh, before the 12 step broke, before uh, COVID, I went to a meeting a day because I ate every day. And God is in the meetings. God is in the room. That's where I find my higher power is in these rooms. And uh, so anyway, that's what I love about the Zoom because there so I see so much recovery now that we have Zoom. Now that the, the, I see people who couldn't get to our meetings, they're in the meetings and they're going to two, three meetings a day. And I see so much recovery in the social media. So I'm really excited about it. Let me talk a little bit about fear. Um, I was the fear king in Overeaters Anonymous for, for years. And um, I sat in a certain section in the room and my loving uh, member told me, she says, just sit on your hands and feel your feelings. Can you do that, Stan? Yeah, I guess so. So I'd sit there and, and I'd feel those feelings. And what I've found in, what I've found now is that uh, I go to good orderly direction in the morning, G-O-D. Uh, I get up every morning. I, I've learned how to, I, when I first started to meditate, I couldn't even sit there for six minutes. I really couldn't. And I learned how, uh, and after a while, it got to 12 minutes and then 30 minutes. 
And now I'm up to about an hour and an hour and a half in the morning of meditation. And um, so with step 11, I have really learned how to recognize my thinking. It's all up here, guys. It's up here. But I can't hear it up here unless I have stopped putting the food in my belly. I had to get rid of the food because the food was still suppressing those things. So I could actually hear what was going on. So I do like a, I do about an hour, an hour and a half every morning. This is good orderly direction. I go to warning Stan. So you got five more left. I like your ring Vondi. This is, uh, Uh, anyway, it's good orderly direction. I go to a meeting uh, every morning in Skibby. Also, um, I have an exercise program, and it's just for me only. I, I, I do three things. Uh, uh, I take care of myself first. I go to a meeting in the morning. I do my meditation. I go to my morning meeting, and then I get out and walk about three and a half to four miles every morning. I call it power walking, where you just walk as fast as you can. And uh, it really, it really helps me a lot. So basically, that's what that's what I do. And uh, like I said, um, I found my voice in these rooms. Um, uh, The people in these rooms totally understand where we're coming from. You know, uh, I have literally I don't, I'm a bachelor now, and I really believe, I came into this program, I was married, and I had a significant other. I'm really lucky that she allowed me to go to all these meetings, Um, and now now she's gone, and I'm, you know, I'm a widower, so it's a lot easier for me not having another, because she used to pack the cupboards with all kinds of goodies for the grandkids. The refrigerator was full, the whole bit. And now she, since she's gone, the cupboards are pretty much bare. If you want, I can take you guys in the kitchen. We can check it out. And we have, we've taken each other in the kitchens before. My sponsor, I was up at the lakes a few days ago and my son has a place up on the lakes. And, uh, I started to do some grazing and I actually took my sponsor into the kitchen on my phone and we went through the cupboards. We started from the left to the right, from the left to the right. And then we checked the refrigerator at. I opened the cupboard and he says, is that calling to you? Nah. Is that calling to you? Yeah. Put it in the bag, Stan. Threw it in the bag. Went down. Is that calling to you? Went to the refrigerator. Is that calling to you? Yeah. So what we did is we filled up a stator's bag full of this stuff. My son has a house full of junk. And we filled up the stator. uh, And I went out and I dropped it in the trash can with him. So sometimes we need to take our sponsors into our refrigerators, into our cupboards, This is a hands-on program. I mean, we, you know, so 
I know I'm getting short on time and everything like that. I did get my check back from Skivvy, so I tried to buy more airtime, but it didn't work. So anyway, um, all I can say is there's a few of us in program that we never left program. I've been going to program for 33 years. Uh, my buddy Daryl's been going for 33 years. We've sat together for years. Um, and um, I, uh, sorry, I'm having one of those senior moments. You know, when you get to 52, you gotta be kind of, you know, whatever. But uh, we've been going for years and years. And for the newcomers, you know, um, uh, I, I, you know, I love you guys. You guys are the lifeblood of the program. We love you when you pitch. We'd love to have you just check in, say, hey, I'm Sarah. I'd like to say hi. That's all we'd like because you guys, you guys are what keeps us alive. You really are. You re every one of you. I think there might be three or four of you out there today. That, you know, so some of the things that I've talked about, go to six meetings. Matter of fact, go to seven meetings because this meeting is kind of goofy. But we love to have fun in this meeting. Uh, it's a beautiful network of people. When um, I had a question on my taxes, I would go to somebody. When I had a question on mortgages, I would go. There's just a beautiful network of people in this program. And we all understand. We all understand that if we don't have this program, and what I do is I stay in the middle of the herd. I like to stay in the middle of the herd. I'm a C student in this program. I don't want to be an A student. I want to be just a C student because when we get out of this herd, that's when the coyotes will pick us off or life pick us off. You know what I mean? I can't have life be more important than Overeaters Anonymous because these rooms are where I found a God. I have a God today. I love my God and I do the, the best I can to uh, give service to my family. I can't be on the board right now. I think this, are you praying, Bondi? Oh, I can't be on the board right now, but I can give service. I give service to my children, my grandchildren. I'm the grandpa from God and that's it. I'm done. Thanks for letting me share.